Good afternoon, good morning, good tomorrow, wherever you are. How are you guys? This is Matt Bowman, is bothered, and I'm Matt Bowman. Boy, do I have a lot to get into. Uh, recording on a Tuesday, normally again, Saturday, Sunday, but didn't feel like it this past weekend. Had a lot of football to watch, some soccer mixed in, no F1, but that's okay. Yeah, I got a lot going on. I want to touch on a bunch of stuff, uh, some shit that's happened this week, uh, just some other stuff. Uh, but before I get into that, I got, I want to address, I've got some beef with Oreos. That's right. I've got beef with Oreos. Not how they taste, because as we all know, those are Milk's favorite cookie, as well as Christ's. The, it tastes delicious. It's one of the best cookies out there. I love cookies and cream ice cream. I love everything about the cookie. My problem is not with the Oreo itself. My problem was with the packaging on which the goodness is contained. In which the goodness is contained. Uh, we have a package of Oreos over there sitting on the counter right this very instant. And on it, it says, Only you... We only use natural, organic cocoa. Cool. It's also still Oreos. Do you know what I mean? Like, is that how dumb Americans are that we just see on a bag of fucking Oreos? It's natural. It is organic. It's natural and organic. Yeah, but it's still Oreos, dude. That doesn't mean that, that it's in remotely good. Like, a pile of human feces is natural and organic. It doesn't make it good for you. It's not... It's a trick. It's it's not... One, I don't even know if you can verify that... I'm sure you can, but, like, you everybody just fucking... You just throw on there, oh, this is gluten-free. Yeah, it's water. Yeah, but it's gluten-free. You know, just... Natural and organic cocoa. Yeah, what about the rest of it? What about the robot cum that is the cream filling? How does it taste so good? There's no way that's natural and organic. There's no fucking way. Just the cocoa is natural and organic. Well, thank God. I can sleep soundly knowing that one of... There's 140 calories in two cookies... But hey, least it's natural and organic cocoa. These are Oreos. The people that are consuming Oreos on a regular basis, yours truly, including a majority of Americans. Because again, it's a delicious cookie. But the majority of people that are buying Oreos are not looking at for anything remotely close to natural and organic. They actually think that people that insist on natural and organic are gay. That's true. People that look that are buying Oreos on a consistent basis have no regard for their own dietary habits. They don't care. They don't it natural and organic on a box of Oreos is the McDonald's salad of advertising. Sure, it's there. Does it change anything? No, it doesn't in the slightest. It's not, it's it, it's there so that they can be like, oh, look, at, we've got the natural and organic. Yeah, but isn't like, aren't there like stuff from the periodic table of elements that causes cancer on there? Maybe, 
Now, I'm not saying that that's true, but that's kind of what's happened. You know what? I'm, like, it's crazy that they would do that. That makes, like, I don't know. It just, it really rubbed me the wrong way that they, I guess, I guess that's a condemnation on just, like, people in general, that people are that stupid that they will read that and be like, if they notice it at all. I don't think, it, people that are buying Oreos aren't doing much reading. Going out on a limb with that one, I think. Uh, the, not not in, not a ex exponentially literate crowd. Exceptionally, not exponentially. That doesn't make any sense. But not an exceptionally literate crowd. I think that the only thing, like, your people that are buying Oreos are going off of color and location in the store. They're just, you know? I wonder if it's, yeah, Oreos are funny because then they have like the Oreo thins, which is hilarious because you just eat twice as many of them. It's the same shit. You're just eating twice as many of them. Like, it's also funny that Oreo, they, they know that they can't, they're kind of a one trick pony with it, with what they're doing, which is good because it's a delicious, it's a delicious pony. However, they just are like, all right, what's our R&D for this year? Let's change the quantity of filling in the cookies again. Fuck. That's such a good idea. Like that's every single sales, every single R&D meeting every year. It was just like, hey, people are getting too, too used to the normal amount of filling. Let's add in more. Just why don't you just sell a cookie that's just all the filling? Because like there's some, like double stuffed, I think is the perfect amount. You know, that's the perfect amount of filling because then they get to like the triple stuffed. And then I saw one that's like a mega stuffed and it's like, what, 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 just give, give me the, that then like, what's even with the cookie? Just give me a tube of whatever the shit is in the middle. Just do that. Cause you just keep adding it and adding it and adding it to the point that you're just going to, it's just going to be a Klondike bar at eventually. It's going to be a non-frozen Klondike bar. But the thins are hilarious because they just take, you just take out, they just take it out and it's just like a little, it's like a doily, like a, the uh, fucking eight and a half by 11 piece of paper. College ruled is how thin the filling in an Oreo thins is. But you just eat twice to three times as many of them. And again, it's a trick. It's a joke that you're playing on yourself. It's very funny. Very, very, very funny that that happens. So, if you're going to go out there and buy some shit that's natural and organic, go for Oreos, because that's, that's, they've got it, dude. They've got that shit on lock. Dude. Cool. The rest of my week's going pretty good. Other than that, I, uh, I did a roast battle with my, uh, I roasted my friend Graham, uh, again. This is the second time we've roasted each other. Everybody I've roasted, I've roasted twice. I've only roasted two people, but each time, like, I did it at, um, a club in New York, um, called, uh, New York Comedy Club, and the first time it went great, had a fun time with it, it was fun, um, and then right afterwards, somebody was like, hey, can you, would you like to do that on there? And I was like, great. Uh, but I was supposed to roast a girl, um, and then, like, the day, two days before, the guy who runs the show messaged me. and was like, hey, she can't do it anymore. Uh, can you just roast Graham? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So I roasted Graham. Uh, he won, but it was a, it was a very fun, it was a fun thing. 
Um, roast battles are interesting, are, are fun. Um, because it's not your normal stand-up. It's not your normal... Yeah, it's not, it's not normal jokes. It's very specific jokes. And it's a fun writing exercise to write just... Hun not hundreds. Well, I don't know. For a couple of the roasts, I wrote hundreds. Probably 150 jokes, maybe. Um, to just get, like... It's, it's a good exercise to try to write jokes on a specific topic and know that you have a timeline for when they need to be done like you have a it is october 23rd this is when this thing is and i have to be done by then you know so that's good for a person like me who likes to procrastinate that i can you know i have something to bump up against um now that doesn't mean that i didn't procrastinate because i did um, in the past with this one, I just used the same jokes that I did before, but yeah, it's a, uh, it's a fun time. Roast battles. They are. Um, and nobody, it's, it's a fun place. Cause people say, I mean, people can get offended by like just comedy in general or like jokes in general and that's fine. Uh, but it is, it is funny if people get like upset. Generally people don't get upset at roast cause the whole thing is like, we're here to be mean. Like you're here to say, some fucked up stuff about another comic and see what they can say back to you. And it's really fun. And it's, it's hilarious. Cause like sometimes like there's some like really good zingers in there, you know, like really, really good, funny shit. And yeah, it's a, it's a good time. Um, it's a place called, the show's called comedy fight club. Uh, you should check them out. Uh, they do shows at several different places in the city. So if you're in, if you're in New York and want to go see a roast battle, it's pretty fun. Uh, I had a good time. So yeah, I hope I will probably be doing one, I don't know, sometime soon, but uh, I had a great time while I did it this time. So so go do it. Go do it. What else do I have? Oh, I'm my cat, dude. Teddy. We have two cats in this in this apartment. We have two cats. We have um Rooney, who is like I don't know, I think he's four, four or five. He's a great boy. It's the nicest, the nicest little boy. And then we have Teddy, who is the cutest and most cuddliest cat, but is also, I, I swear, a, a reincarnation of Lucifer. The Antichrist. Um, the, the devil. Like, it, it, it's, he's so creatively cruel and disruptive and destructive that you are almost impressed by him. His most recent thing is he likes to get his own shit out of the litter box and just pitter-patter it around the apartment. Fucking sucks, dude. It's the worst. Because it's fine. It's, it's annoying if it's like, I don't know, like a bottle cap or like a hair tie or a clothes pin or something. And he's just knocking that around because you can just like get up and take that and put it up somewhere or throw it away or do whatever. But this is literal shit that he is just knocking around the apartment and I'm over it. It's so annoying. If you know of any way to stop this from happening, please, I beseech you to contact me because I'm getting I'm so tired of it. 
I just have a broom out all the time. And if I can't sweep it up, I have to like pick it up. And to pick it up, I got to go get like a paper towel and a bunch of other stuff. And I pick it up and I throw it away. And then I have to go wash my hands because obviously I used a paper towel, but I'm still putting my hand near cat shit, which isn't good. I, I, I don't understand how like it's disgusting. It's it's just so gross. And I guess it's to me an example of just like, oh yeah, okay. Humans are to some degree above cats. Intellectual like say like I guess I guess there's some really fucked up people, but like most people are not pattering around shit for their own entertainment. You know? And then, then you just find pieces of little, like little tiny thing, and just on the ground, and you like you fucking you step on it's it's terrible. There's just little landmines all over this apartment, and he won't stop. He won't stop. We have a we have a spray bottle. I'll spray him with that, and that gets his attention. But then he he creeps back over to it. He's a dick, but also the nicest boy. But he doesn't understand English, so he doesn't know how infuriated I am with him. But the thing is, is I th he knows that he's not supposed to do it. That's the funny thing about like animals is that they, even though they can't speak English, they they can tell when they're doing something they're not supposed to. Like another example, uh, Rooney, our other cat. He, I have a desk chair over there, and he likes to get up and literally just like he likes to claw at the armrests. He's virtually destroyed the arms to this chair because he just keeps tearing at it, and he knows he knows he's not supposed to do it. He fucking knows that. And so, like, I'll, I'll be just in, in and around. I'll get up from my chair for 25 seconds to go get a cup of coffee or something. He'll run over there and he'll start to try to do it. And I'll say, Rooney. And I'll look at him and he'll, he knows immediately. He hops off and like runs away because he knows I'm furious. So it's just like, you are a dick. You suck, dude. And there's no like, like when a dog fucks up, it's like, it's very like, remorseful and like it's asking for forgiveness essentially with its eyes not these fucking things specifically teddy dude teddy will just and he's fat he's so fat this cat dude i don't know how i don't know where he's gaining the weight from i mean he runs around all hours of the day and plays with shit so i don't know how he's gaining weight but boy is he a chunkster who is just playing with shit all over the apartment and believe it or not, I'm over it. I'm over him playing with shit. Like, I clean the litter box out every goddamn day. It doesn't help. Like, because he'll find, like, it doesn't even, it's not even like a log of shit. It'll just be like a, just a little, 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 little bit. And he just knocks it around. And it'll knock it under the refrigerator, or he'll knock it under a carpet, or he'll knock it just anywhere. And that's the only thing he's fixated on, you know? And then the worst is when it's like you're trying to sleep, and you get up, and you, you try to find the thing. It's dark out. You're trying to find the thing that he's playing with, and like you're kind of looking through it, and then you're like, oh, it's shit again. So then you got to go through the whole process. You can't, you can't just, you know, you got to either get the broom out and sweep it up or do the whole thing again. It's very annoying. 
and I need him to stop. I need it. God, I need him to stop. Something else I need to stop or that needs to stop is legal sports gambling. Holy shit. I if you don't live in a state that has legal sports gambling, stay there. It's so annoying. I mean, they didn't they didn't mention that when they were like talking about passing legislation that legalized sports gambling in certain places, but god damn is it annoying. There's every I I I'm pretty sure that every commercial is a sports betting commercial. It was bad enough when it wasn't really legal and DraftKings was just out there and they were like set your fantasy lineup once a week and you could pet you could win thousands, which is all right. And I'm not saying don't gamble. That's if you want to do that, I don't give a toot. That's fine. It's I don't give a shit. If you want to go do that, more power to you. But boy, is it annoying to have every other commercial be Bet MGM, the fucking DraftKings, or FanDuel, or um, what's the other? There's, there's so many, dude. And also, I've never heard dudes talk more about sports betting in my life. In in my life, dude, have I never heard this much sports? If I have to listen to another guy named Dennis in cargo shorts talk about a fucking money line, I'm going to eat a dog. It's ridiculous. It's getting so out of hand. It needs to be illegal again. Because then at least it was like under the table. Like, it's not cool anymore. Sports game. It's not cool. It's, it's quickly overtaking in terms of annoyance. It's quickly overtaking talking about your fantasy team. I don't give a shit. Please stop. Nobody cares at all. You know? If you're if the only time I would care is if you were like, dude, I lost everything. And then I'm like, thank God, now you'll shut up. You know? That's the only time I'll care. Is if you were like, I have no money left because I bet the over on the Rams game. I don't know. Like, it's... Cr shut up. I also don't... Like, I don't have the disposable income to be engaged in this type of behavior. So, it really doesn't matter to me. And the more people talk about it, the more I want to report people to the SEC. I don't even know if you can report people to them or if they just kind of show up one day. But, boy... I don't know, man. Like, I'm watching The Sopranos right now. We need to go back to that. That's sports gambling. Sports gambling should be, hey, I've got $5,000 on the Jets to win today. What happens if they lose? An Italian man breaks my face and steals my business. That's sports gambling. That's what we need to get back to as a country. We need to get back to illegal loan sharking where the conversations about sports gambling are kept quiet.
because it's the only thing that people, my friends, talk about. Is just oh, I put this much, I put this, I put I put this much money on this, I put this on this. Oh my god, that's crazy, dude! Look at that spread. You could definitely get that. Blah, blah. Shh, I don't care. I don't care. And it's all the other thing that's annoying is that my friend, I'm not friends with rich people. Like. People be people get hyped to be like, yeah, dude, I uh, bought a bunch of money yesterday. Oh, how much? It's like $75. Cool. You're almost 30. Don't get hyped about that. I think you have a problem. It's ev it's it's in the sport, it's in sports talk, right? It's everywhere. Yeah, dude. If you thought fantasy football was bad, at least there weren't 24-7 commercials for fantasy football. It was just a couple of annoying guys at a party that it would like that would get shut down pretty quickly, or you could walk away from it. But now, if you walk away from that conversation and there's a television going on in the in anywhere in the room, you're gonna be hearing Bet MGM. I hate it. Ugh. I also hate, dude, some shit that's now le like. Weed is legal in the state of New York, and I don't mind weed. I like weed. Weed's fun. It's it's a it's a good substance. I'm for it. I'm super pro marijuana. However, I've never been more annoyed with it in my life. It's everywhere. It's so it's out of control. Is what it is. You can buy. You used to buy weed from a guy or like a, you after a couple weeks or months living in an area, you find out which bodegas and corner stores sold weed and you get to know them and then they give you... That's how you could do it. But now, dude, it's everywhere and it is not cool. Not It's not not cool that it's everywhere. It's just, Weed is just not cool anymore. It's just not. Like, you can buy it with a stick of bubble gum. Like, that's... It's not cool anymore. It's everywhere. People that were like... but Like, one of the arguments for, like, not legalizing weed was just like, well, we don't want to give mixed signals to our young people that drugs are okay, and when it's legal, they're just going to open the floodgates to people that are going to buy weed. And it's like, actually, it's the opposite. I want there to be, like, no weed now. Because it's it's all it's just in your face, especially in New York City, it is all over the place. There are so many little shops and little emporiums. And, like, also, people are using the word emporium a little liberally. You just walk down walk down the street and it's like the weed emporium and it's literally a truck it's like i don't i don't think that's an emporium i think that's a i think that's a u-haul that you didn't return and just spray painted the side of it and it's not really an emporium however it's they're they're all over the place it's it they are all over the place to the point that you can't walk you can't walk a block without seeing something that has to do with weed. It is weird to kind of put together and realize that like weed is like just because it's legal, like it, it's still a drug. 
Like, I think I, I forget that. You know? Like, obviously, it's a very tame drug. It's pretty low on the totem pole of, like, things that will mess with your head or whatever. But it still is drugs. And I, I forget that it's drugs. You know? Yeah, like, I'll, I'll smoke weed pretty consistently. But then it's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing drugs. I don't know, because I wouldn't consider myself, like, somebody that I would be like, oh, yeah, I do drugs. But it's just like, no, I, I smoke weed. I don't know. I don't know that's funny, but it is just kind of an observation of just like, yeah, I think these are, this is a drug, and I forget that I do drugs. But, I mean, so are, so are cigarettes and uh, alcohol. Well, cigarettes technically aren't a drug. It's the nicotine that's a drug. Right? I think that's right. I don't we're all also we're like cigarettes back in the day nearly as bad for you as they are now. That can't be. You know? Might as well fucking slap natural and organic on a pack of cigarettes. Doesn't mean it's good for you. I don't know. Uh yeah, watched a lot of football uh this past weekend. Man, what a wild, what a wild day of college football. I mean, Alabama against Tennessee, what an entertain, dude, that was, dude, that got, the end of that game when Tennessee won and like everyone was just losing their absolute shit, like Sam, who doesn't like football and doesn't like sports, was like watching it and she was like, oh, I would go to that. Which is also hilarious, where where the only way that you go to a sports sporting event is just like, yeah, I'll go to a sporting event where the team that won is wins in an upset on a last-second field goal, beats a rival for the first time in 15 years, beats a top-five team for the first time in, like, 30 years. Um, oh, and everybody storms the field and we steal the goalposts. That's all I need. That's, like, how how entertaining does it have? It has to just be, like, the most entertaining. I don't know, but watching that, the scenes from that did make me, like, like one of the few times that I was just like, oh, man, wish I was back in college. Yeah, wish I was back in college to, to go do shit like that. That, I mean, what a fun... I'm still not worried about Tennessee. Like, I know they're... I know they have a really good offense, but, like, I don't... I don't see them being an issue for, like, Ohio State to have to i don't know maybe i'm getting a little too i'm too hot on my boys but like i mean i haven't seen any reason to doubt that ohio state and georgia are the best teams in the country alabama like dude like i'm i don't think it's not like it's not a five alarm fire and they will be absolutely fine and still 100 percent control their own destiny but dude I don't, like, they need to clean some shit up. I feel like every game I watch of theirs, they're like, oh, this is our school record under Saban for penalties. Like, every game they have, they've got, like, 20 penalties for, like, almost 100, if not more than 100 yards. It's like, what are you doing? I, now, this one, I understand, like, you're in a raucous environment. You're on the road. I get it. But, like, what the hell, man? You can't be, I mean, I love to see it. But you can't be you can't be like that. You can't you're not gonna win many games when you're giving up triple digits in penalty yardage. That's just not gonna happen. It's not good it's not conducive to victory. 
I, but obviously they're still Alabama, and I would still, I still would not want to face them. But I mean, outside again, outside of really Georgia, I'm not too concerned with like anybody. Michigan beat the shit out of Penn State. Like that wasn't even close. Somehow it was like a close game at halftime. Why am I yawning only during the podcast? I'm fucking annoyed with that, dude. I haven't yawned all day. I'm fine. I got it. I got seven hours last night. That's a solid amount of sleep. I'm doing dandy. But as soon as I turn the fucking cameras on, my body's just like, nah, 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 nah. <sighs> made myself yawn again. Son of a onion. Mm. But yeah, Michigan beat the shit out of Penn State. That's fun. Um, I, I'm not. I don't want to play. We have to go to Penn State, and I think that's going to be... I think we're going to be okay with that. Um, I think that'll be... Yeah. We don't have to... I just found out, like, the game's at, the game's at noon, which, pff, that's easy. I just don't... I don't... Uh, you don't want to go... You don't want to go to... Don't want to go to Happy Valley on a night game, and it's a whiteout. Can Penn State fucking cool it with the whiteout? We get it. You let, You have white shirts. That's it. Every fucking game, like, it also loses its meat. If every game is a whiteout, doesn't mean anything. Like, every game. Also, like, can everybody, can, can we stop with the, the something outs? It's a whiteout. A, a whiteout and blackout are the only ones you should do. If you don't have one of those two colors in your, as a primary color in your thing, sorry, don't get to do it. Because the other ones are dumb and hard to say. It's an orange out. A crimson out. A scarlet out. Like, that's down, that sounds stupid. I don't know. You want to have, like, one a year? Sure. But it feels like with Penn State specifically, they are just every game is like, get ready, it's a whiteout. Aren't you playing Northwestern? Yeah, but it's a whiteout. Like, it's... Eh. Who cares? I guess it's kind of like uh, when everyone's super, no one will be type of a situation. I think that's that's very interesting. And but yeah, I we play them on the road, and but it's a noon game, so that's gonna be just fine. Um, next two weeks are noon games. We play Iowa. This dude, we're again favored against a Big Ten team by twenty plus points, like almost four touchdowns. That's crazy. And I think we'll do it. Like I would, I would not be surprised at all if we win by twenty-seven, twenty-eight points. Would not be surprised at all. Iowa. I swear, earlier in the year, I saw Iowa have a score of like I think they won a game literally like five to two. It made no sense. It was legitimately a baseball score. I didn't. I didn't even know that it was like. Was this game played in nineteen thirty-seven? Were there only fullbacks? Is this a fucking Army-Navy game? Like, are they running the triple option? How did both teams get a safety? That's crazy. There's whole seasons sometimes without safeties. And they, they managed to get two in a game? Goddamn, dude. Pretty impressive. They can't move the ball for shit, though. They can't move the ball at all. The Hawkeyes. They're too busy waving to the kids in the hospital thing. Which, that's nice. I was about to be like, stupid, but like, I don't know. I don't. I think I need to, 
I feel like if you're going to do that, you better, you better back it up with some like intellectual or like actual thoughts. And I had none. I had none. I was just going to be a dick. Uh, and I didn't really have any like thought out thoughts. That was a very well constructed sentence, Matt. Yeah, we play Penn State in a couple. Uh, Michigan is going to be tough. Michigan's definitely going to be tough. Um, but I still think we'll beat them. I don't think they're. I don't think Ohio State's going to lose to Michigan again, really anytime soon. Because I think if we beat them again this year, and then probably next year, I think the pressure is back on Harbaugh. You know, he got one. He got a he got a win over us last year. Went to the Big Ten championship game, won that, went to the playoffs, and then guess what? Got absolutely waxed. It's what it is. They got absolutely waxed. Now they can run the shit out of the ball. They ran for over four hundred yards against Penn State. That's insane. I don't even know you could do that. But I'm not concerned with uh, with Michigan. Not at all. Um. One of, yeah, so I watched a lot. I watched a lot of college football on Saturday. Um, then watched, um, yeah, football on Sunday. Obviously, uh, the Bengals made it incredibly hard on ourselves. It was infuriating to watch at times, where it's just like you're telling me we're playing the New Orleans Saints with fucking Andy Dalton and basically no healthy wide receivers, and we were trailing for a majority of the game. Boy, was that frustrating. But at least Burrow and the offense were getting back back on track. You know, that's good. Like, he threw for, like, 300 yards and three touchdowns and also ran for a touchdown. The man is insane. That is something that I do find it. Like, people people respect Joe Burrow, and they are they do, they're like, yeah, look look at this guy. He's going to be, he's, he's amazing. And obviously, like, with the Chiefs and the Bills playing each other and the Bills getting the win, obviously the Bills, I think, are the, I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC, maybe in the NFL, for sure. But I don't know, man. I still feel like Joe Burrow is slept on. Like, he made some plays in that game against the Saints that if Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen did them, everybody would have to change their pants because there would be so much cum in them. Like, it's... A hundred percent. Like there are ton like the the scramble that Burrow got out of. Like he was there were like four guys around him. He got out of him, ducked under it, and then ran for a twenty yard touchdown on a drive where we uh, we went at, we went down and kicked a field goal towards the end of the game in our own half at like the twenty five yard line. It was like third and six, and he like is immediately flushed out of the pocket, rolls around, finds time, finds space, and then hits a guy down the field for like a ten yard game for a first down. Like he's doing. He is an exceptional player and I think everybody I think people know that and I do think he is very well respected but I, I think that people sleep on him still like it's because it's Cincinnati and because we're three and three and I understand that we haven't I don't think we've lived up to even my expectations of the season so far I think we're about to go on a run I do think that we're I don't think we're going to lose lose until we play Pittsburgh on Sunday night in like a month and I don't think we'll lose that game I think we'll beat them but that's going to be a test maybe um but yeah, I don't think that I think that if it's 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 just seems like it is people are preordaining the Bills and the Chiefs as these these are going to be the two teams to watch in the AFC like to get to the Super Bowl you have to go through one of those cities and I think that that's that's not untrue but I think that people quickly and easily throw aside like throw aside Joe Burrow and the Bengals which is 
understandable. They we've been shit for a while, but look out. You know what? I'm actually okay with it. I don't want people to fucking give us a bunch of credit because I want people to forget about us because that's what they did last year and we went to the Super Bowl. So, but again, love watching football. Football is one of my favorite things to watch in the world, but it's, it's the only thing that I still watch that's on network TV, like at all, especially live from network TV. There are a couple things that I'll watch uh, like afterwards on network TV, like uh, like Simpsons, Family Guy, things like that. But I'm never wa I'm never like, ooh, it's Tuesday night or whenever the fuck those shows come out. You know, I don't even know when they come out. I don't know when shows come out. Um, unless it's like an HBO show, because I don't know how, but every HBO show comes out Sunday night at nine. Every single one. I don't know how they do it, but it feels like every single HBO show. It's just like tune in uh, nine eight central on HBO on Sunday night. Every single show that they have is Sunday night at nine. Um, but yeah, network t like live sports, like football and soccer, whatever, basketball. Those are the only things that I watch that are actually on network TV. And one of my favorite things to do on uh, on Sundays is to just watch the commercials for the shows that these that are currently on these networks. It is. It's over. Like, I think people have known that for a while, but network TV is done. It's done. The only shit that is on these networks is the most asinine bullshit, like The Masked Singer, or shows that have been on for legitimately 30 years... Or reruns of, or reboots of things that ended 30 years ago. There's no originality. Nothing is left. Dude, like, I, I made a, like, here's, here's some of the shows that are currently on CBS. The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. There's a believable premise. I don't know if you've seen the commercials, but Queen Latifah is pushing 55. And she's just out there beating the shit out of, like, 25-year-old trained assassins cool bob hart's abishola i don't even think that's a real show i'm not convinced that it's real young sheldon does anyone watch it anybody at all please like i have never once in i've never once heard anybody say gotta get home tonight what's going on gotta watch young sheldon never Never. Like, I feel like it's, it, it, is, it is admirable that people go to work for months out of the year to work on young Sheldon knowing that it's a piece of shit. Like, I, I resonate with them because I do this show and I understand what it's like to put effort into something that's not good at all. I understand what you're going through. But no one watches it. Who watches these shows? It can't, it's nobody. It can't be anybody. Like, networks love to, like, CBS loves to, I think it's CBS. CBS loves to be like, we're the most watched network in America. It's like, yeah, because you're one of the three channels that has football. Because they they say it, they're like, we're the most watched network in, in the country. And then they, like, show, like, all the bullshit shows that they have on there. It's like, no one's watching them. It, it, it's not happening. No one's watching these shows anymore. 
here's here's some ones that are on Fox. Yeah, the Masked Singer, which I don't even it, it that's a parody of itself. Like I can't even I can't say anything remotely funny about that show that the producers haven't said to each other out of the side of their mouth when they're filming it. Like it's it's so laughably bad. I don't understand. The Cleaning Lady. Monarch. If you can tell me what the premise of the show Monarch is, I will donate my left nut to charity. God is my witness. Can anyone tell me what that show's about? Is it about the dead queen? Is it about... I don't know. I have no idea what this show is about. Call me Cat Again. Could is this is this a Katniss Everdeen? Is this a spinoff of fucking the red-haired girl? Well, who's uh, Ariana Grande? Like, is this a character from her victorious show? Like, what is the show? Welcome to Flatch. End it. It's over, guys. No one cares. And then NBC is just all NBC's been doing is just hawking different fucking versions of Law and Order for 40 years. I saw a billboard for, it's like a thing, it, it, it was like a one-time event, a three squads, three hours. And it's like a combination of like three, all three of the Law and Orders. Three hours? Getting a little full of yourself. Three hours? Is this necessary? Is this necessary? The answer is no. I don't know, dude. Then you'll you're then you're watching. You're just sitting there watching, and then you see a commercial for NCIS, and you're like, "What year is it? Legitimately, is it 2007? NCIS? What they they're I uh, they have to be on like season 20, right?" It started in 2003. They're all legitimately on season 20. They're on season 20. The main character isn't there anymore. And NCIS stands for Naval Criminal Investigative Service. How many naval-based crimes can there possibly be? I don't think there's 20 years worth of naval-based crimes. Maybe I'm wrong. But there that's impossible. It seems legitimately impossible that there can be that many naval... But how, how does this show still exist? How are there... How, how, it's beca I think what it, it's because these, these networks are just terrified to put anything of substance out there or to, to, to stop running anything that even remotely works. Like, because... No, I know of, I, I, I know sometimes I can like paint with a broad brush. I legitimately do not know a single person that watches any one of these shows. Any one of them. Like, what, La Brea? Fuck, what? The premise of this show is that there's a massive sinkhole that opens in the middle of Los Angeles and you fall, people fall into it and they just are transported to another land. What is this? This is how many how many mushrooms? I don't understand, dude. It just it's over, guys. Just stop, please stop. I I beseech you to stop 
doing this. As I'm sitting here, fucking nobody, you know, podcasting to myself, essentially. And I'm telling networks to stop. I see the irony. I understand. However, I'm right. I am right. So, what are you going to do? All right. Well, that was fun. I had a good time. I had a couple... That was fun to talk about some stuff. I don't know how to start or end episodes or really do them at all. I'm still trying to figure this out. So, bear with me, guys. I'm still... I'm trying to figure it out. Um, trying to grow stuff. I'm putting stuff out on, you know, Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube, fucking all of it. Trying to figure everything out. Um, so, if you listen to this right now, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Tell your friends... Um, please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. It really, really fucking helps. Um, I think you can follow or subscribe on Spotify. I appreciate that. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Um, what do I got? What's it? Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just Matt Bowman, um, on YouTube and then Matt Bowman comedy on TikTok and Instagram and Bat Bowman, B-A-T-T-M-O-W-M-A-N on Twitter. Um, I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming guys. Um, stay bothered and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.